You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Jessica Lynn Verdi, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for May 25th. May is a big month for Star Wars, from TV show releases to video game releases to conventions, but it all goes back to one day in May when a scrappy little sci-fi flick hit a handful of theaters. Star Wars, years before it was called Episode 4, A New Hope, released on this day in 1977. After George Lucas finished THX 1138, he wanted to make a sci-fi space movie, but not the one you're thinking of. Lucas wanted to make a Flash Gordon movie, but was unable to as the rights were still tied up with Dino De Laurentiis. He was so disappointed he decided to invent his own intergalactic saga. He dug into the works of Jules Verne, Edgar Rice Burroughs, and Edwin Arnold for inspiration, and crafted a synopsis for his original space opera, Journal of the Wills, which turned into a treatment called the Star Wars. Several studios passed on the idea, including Disney, ironically, until finally 20th Century Fox decided to take a chance on the young director. The script went through several iterations in the mid-70s, including things like a talking R2-D2 and a Han Solo that was a large green monster with gills. The second draft even had kyber crystals, which then disappeared again until Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Luke Starkiller became Luke Skywalker, and finally we ended up with a script we know and love, which leads into all kinds of production craziness we don't have time to cover in this episode. Finally, Star Wars was released on May 25th, 1977. Unfortunately, not many people had high hopes for the film, including the studio and George Lucas himself. 20th Century Fox was worried that Lucas's space opera would get lost among the other summer films, hence the May release date. Moreover, they only released the film in 37 theaters. George Lucas himself was convinced the film would flop. He had shown an early cut with no VFX and stock war footage in place of battles to some director friends who didn't receive it particularly well. Brian De Palma even reported calling it the worst film ever. Lucas was so sure the film would bomb, he didn't even go to the premiere. Instead, he went to Hawaii with Steven Spielberg, incidentally the only director friend who liked the rough cut. Lucas was convinced that Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind would prove to be a bigger hit, though Spielberg disagreed, so they bet each other 2.5% of the other film's profits. Which means, yes, to this day, Spielberg gets 2.5% of the profits from Star Wars. Good bet, Steven. Star Wars was, of course, an enormous hit. As Carrie Fisher put it, it wasn't like a movie opening, it was an earthquake. People waited in lines around the block to see the movie, essentially creating the blockbuster and putting 20th Century Fox back on the map. The film was a critical hit, won a ton of awards, and quite frankly, made a ton of money. Lucas, still in Hawaii, didn't even realize the impact until he saw Walter Cronkite on the news talking about the film's incredible success. While Lucas may have been wrong about the film's initial success, he was very right in another gamble, giving up part of the director's fee in exchange for 40% of the merchandising rights to the film, which proved to be beyond lucrative. After only six months in theaters, Star Wars overtook Spielberg's Jaws as the highest-earning film in North America, moving on to the highest-grossing film of all time, until Spielberg took that title back from him with E.T. in 1983. The release of Star Wars, of course, 
launched an empire, forgive the pun. It turned Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford into stars overnight. The film ran continuously for over a year and then had multiple theatrical re-releases over the few years, along with its sequels, which is when the film had New Hope and Episode Four attached to its title. That successful screening led to tons of incredible Star Wars content across multiple channels over the decades, with much more to come for the foreseeable future, even 44 years later. Of course, the success of the May 25th release also spawned the Star Wars holiday special, but hey, it can't all be good news. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for May 25th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.